previously on uh, Thomas and the Bible. We're done with Jeremiah. It's over. Yes. It's over, beast. Bell is mine. Yeah. I did that with Jeremiah. Like, I just, like, threw Jeremiah off of a big giant castle that... If you haven't seen Beauty and the Beast, this is going to be a weird intro. But, uh, all right. I think I'm done. Hello. Um, thanks, Harley, for that weird Beauty and the Beast-related intro. What the hell were you thinking? I don't understand it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> after that weird, you know, diversion, we're going to talk Bible. So we're done with Jeremiah. We're on the Book of Lamentations, or the Lamentations of Jeremiah. It kind of says both. Let me see. In my book, uh, in my book, it says the Lamentations of Jeremiah, but then in the top, it says like Lamentations, you know. Um, so I don't know. It seems to be referred. I don't know if that matters. Maybe KJV is different, but so when I hear the title Lamentations of Jeremiah, I think Jeremiah wrote his big book. And then this is like the awful director's cut where he's like, Oh, even more boring descriptions of destruction and stuff, (laughs) but lamentation. So he's like, man, I really regret not destroying more (laughs) of I really regret not talking for another 10 years, boring everyone to tears. Um, yeah, that would be my biggest re- regret. I don't know what Jeremiah has to lament, but I. But it turns out that uh, this is... <laughs> guys, are you sitting down? Everyone, make sure you're sitting down. Hold on. If you are operating a motor vehicle, I need you to stop operating that motor vehicle well, don't just stop because you'll probably crash, but to, like act, pull it over. You know, like don't just, ah, oh, I'm done operating this motor vehicle and just like, and then, you know, hope that the car steers itself to safety. Finish driving your motor vehicle uh, and put it into park and put the keys in the glove box or glove compartment, whatever you call it. And sit just with, keep your seatbelt on and sit with your hands perfectly at your lap. Now, are you ready for this? If you, if you are at the gym and you're jogging on a treadmill, do not, I repeat, do not continue jogging on your treadmill. If that's what you're doing, stop jogging, stop jogging immediately, turn it off. You can stand on it. If you have both your hands out on the little, you know, guide rails of it, like the little handles of the treadmill to the sides you can, you can, I guess you can stand. I recommend you sit down, but if, if you're an athlete, if you're somebody who's incredibly coordinated and you're, you know, you think you're, you find yourself capable of handling what I'm about to tell you, you know, without falling over and hurting yourself, then I guess you can, you know, I'm, I'm not, I accept no liability. So is everyone ready? Are you parked your car? You know, you've, you've, you've stopped working out. Let's see. What else do people do? I don't know if you're like jogging or riding a bike, just don't even just pull that bike over. I don't care if you're currently riding your bike in the middle of Compton, in the middle of a horrible place, stop your bike, pull it over and stand next to a bunch of like gang members. That will be safer. Okay, guys. Lamentations of Jeremiah. 
God, I don't even know. If, I really hate to be the one to have to deliver this news, but um, it probably wasn't written by Jeremiah. Oh man, I even just saying it out loud, like I can't, oh wow, I can't believe it. I mean, oh, no way. Oh, I, that's really hitting me. I mean, I thought I had accepted that news. Like, you know, I thought I, I thought I had really internalized it. I had dealt with it. But then when I just had to say it out loud to you, oh my God, it just became a new level of real. Like my whole body just, oh, just sank and just like, how could it be? How, how? First question, how, why, why, just why, why would the Bible do this to us? I mean, we've grown accustomed to just a hundred percent being able to trust that who, whatever name is on the book, that's who wrote it. I mean, it's right. It's always just, you know, Matt, Matt, is that what Matthew, <laughs> Matt, the book of Matt, I don't know the new Testament ones, you know, Matthew, John, you know, like those guys just wrote it, right? Genesis, the band Genesis wrote that one. Uh, Exodus, I've never heard of that band, but uh, they wrote that one. You know, just whoever it was. Um, the Book of Moses, <laughs> I don't think that one exists. Uh, yeah, but no, it turns out in this one, and and if you if you've if you've accepted this news, if you've handled it, if you're okay, if you feel like, well, I'm gonna say you're probably not okay. I mean, there's probably like a shock portion, you know, when sometimes something horrible happens. Like in this case, where you've just a total breach of trust, you know, between you and the, the book we're reading. Um, sometimes you feel okay. Sometimes you're like, no, I got it. And then you get in a car and then all of a sudden you just start seeing like, oh, just everything's kind of f- fuzzy. You're breathing heavy. You're sweating. You don't know what's happening. Well, you're in shock because you found out that Jeremiah didn't write the book of Lamentations of Jeremiah, you know, despite that being the Christian understanding traditionally you would think whoever you know it says wrote it would you know would have written it but no this one likely not so that's that's rough news and i hope that i hope that you all got through that okay okay because you know like i said i'm not liable i'm not paying for anyone's car accident or anything so we're gonna read lamentations it's some boring poetry apparently about the shit that jeremiah said was gonna happen so I think it should be by someone who had to read Jeremiah. <laughs> if, if you want to hear some l- lamenting, um, how about ask someone like me, although I'm not, you know, I'm not a poet, but find some poet, make them read Jeremiah, and then just say, you can write some lamentations. And then what we would get would be just, well, it could, I'd be worried that it could be a manifesto. I mean, once you're subjected to the awfulness of Jeremiah, like you might start writing some weird violent crap in a manifesto. But uh, but if you were able to get through it, that would be some Lamentations. All right. Uh, so we're reading... Lamentations is really short, but it's not quite short enough to do all in one episode. So next episode is going to be an annoying split one. But uh, yeah, it's there's five um, chapters of Lamentations and we're reading three. So it should be, should be pretty short because of the weird page stuff. How doth the city... Oh, one more thing to mention... Um, the, most of these chapters, I think all but one of them are written as across, acrostics. Is that what they're called? Across something. Oh, I'm on the wrong. (laughs) Across, acrostics. 
That always sounds wrong to me. Acrostics. Just seems like the wrong... But anyway, it's like whoever was writing this wrote out the name of like their boy that they were going to marry <laughs> and then wrote a poem with the, like, Dan, definitely amazing, always handsome. Well, we'll say Daniel, never, uh, never awkward, um, is my favorite boyfriend. Every day I love him. Love. Like that would be the acrostic that, <laughs> you know, that, that a you know teen girl wrote for the, yeah, it's like that, except they did it, um, with the whole alphabet. It's kind of weird. So they took, uh, the Hebrew alphabet, which is 22 letters, <laughs> slackers, uh, and they did an acrostic that is a poem that is this. So it, it doesn't really translate, <laughs> But uh, it's still interesting. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. Like, if it was really good, it might have been interesting. But how doth the city sit solitary? So whatever that translated to was the first letter of the alphabet. But uh, that was full of people. How is she become as a widow? (laughs) I'm looking forward to one that starts with, like, xylophones are no longer in the city. (laughs) There's always a couple that are hard. Quoth the raven, oh no, our city is gone. <laughs> yeah, like zygotes that lived in the city no longer live there. There's, there's going to be a few awkward verses, I think. But anyway, she that was great among the nations and princess among the provinces, how is she become tributary? She weepeth sore in the night and her tears are on her cheeks. Among all her lovers, she hath none to comfort her. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. They are become her enemies. Judah is gone into captivity because of affliction and because of great servitude. She dwelleth among the heathen. She findeth no rest, or findest no wrath. All her persecutors overtook her between the straits. The ways of Zion do mourn, because none come to the solemn feasts. All her gates are desolate, her high priests... Sigh, her virgins are afflicted, and she's in bitterness. Her adversaries are the chief, her enemies prosper, for the Lord hath afflicted her for the multitude of her transgressions. Her children are gone into captivity before the enemy, and from the daughter of Zion all her beauty is departed. Her princes are become like hearts that find, uh, so hearts, H-A-R-T, is that like a animal? What is a heart? Am I blanking on something obvious? Oh, a deer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her, I, th- I kind of knew that. Like hearts that find no pasture. Well, I should have read that next part. That might have helped a little bit. <laughs> and they are gone without strength and before the uh, pursuer. It says like hearts, which you may, may remember from the Disney film Bambi. No, Jerusalem remembered in the days of her affliction and of her miseries. All her pleasant things that she had in the days of old, when her people fell into the hand of the enemy and none did help her. The the adversaries saw her and did mock her at Sabbaths. Jerusalem hath grievously sinned, therefore she is removed. All that honored her despise her, because they have seen her nakedness. Yea, she sigheth and turneth backward. Her filthiness is in her skirts. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) All right, you've got my... I know we're talking about a metaphor, you know, it's a metaphor for a a city or whatever. But go on. 
So she's filthy in her, you know, skimpy skirts, huh? Is that what we're, is that what we're talking about? Go on, you saucy Bible. <laughs> she remembereth not her last end, therefore she came down wonderfully. She had no comforter? I don't... Is that hot? I'm not sure. O Lord, behold my affliction. For the enemy hath magnified himself. The adversary hath spread out his hand upon all her pleasant things. Go on. (laughs) I'm listening again. For she hath seen that the heathen entered into her sanctuary. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he entered into that sanctuary. Whom thou didst command... I think anything in the Bible, almost anything, can be made dirty quite easily. Also, a lot of it might actually be dirty. Whom thou didst command that they should not enter into that congregation. All her people sigh. They seek bread. I don't know what that's about. uh, They have given their pleasant things for meat to relieve the soul. O Lord, see, O Lord, and consider, for I am become vile. Is it nothing to you, all ye that pass by? Behold, and see if there be any sorrow like unto my sorrow, which is done unto me wherewith the Lord hath afflicted me in the day of his fierce anger. From above he hath sent fire into my bones, and it prevaileth against them. He hath spread a net for my feet, he hath turned my back, he hath made me desolate and faint all the day. The yoke of my... Well, there's why. (laughs) No, not really. The yoke of my transgressions is bound by his hand. They are wreathed and come up upon my neck, and hath made my strength to fall. The Lord hath delivered me into their hands, from whom I am not able to rise up. The Lord hath trodden underfoot all my mighty men in the midst of me. He hath called an assembly against me to crush my young men. The Lord hath trodden the virgin, the daughter of Judah, as in a winepress. For these things I weep, mine eye, mine eye runneth down with water, because the comforter that should relieve my soul as far from me. My children are desolate. Oh, there you go. Because the be prevailed. Zion spreadeth forth her hands, and there is none to comfort her. The Lord hath commanded concerning Jacob that his adversaries should be round about him. Jerusalem is as menstruous woman among them. All right, you lost me. Some people are into that. I, you know, I'm neutral on it. The Lord, in terms of a fetish, I it's not. I don't know what you're going for here, Bible. And I don't know. It's, got, it's gotten a little, going a little weird. The Lord is righteous, for I have rebelled against His commandment. Here I pray you all people, and behold my sorrow. My virgins and my young men are gone into captivity. I called for my lovers, but they deceived me. My priests and mine elders gave up the ghost in the city, while they sought their meat to relieve their souls. <laughs> are you over there seeking your meat? Behold, O Lord, for I am in distress, my bowels are troubled, mine heart is turned within me, for I have grievously rebelled. Abroad the sword bereaveth, at home there is as death. They have heard that I sigh, there is none to comfort me, all mine enemies have heard of my trouble. They are glad that thou hast done it, thou wilt bring the day that thou hast called, and they shall be like unto me. Let all their wickedness come before thee, and do unto them as thou hast done unto me for all my transgressions. For my sighs are many, and my heart is faint. So that's Lamentation number one. Pretty awesome, right? That's pretty good. Number two. Number two. How hath the Lord covered the daughter of Zion with a cloud in his anger, and cast down from heaven unto the earth the beauty of Israel, and remembered not his footstool in the day of his anger. 
The Lord hath swallowed up all the habitations of Jacob, and hath not pitied. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> he hath thrown down his wrath, the strongholds of the daughter of Judah. He hath brought them down to the ground. He hath polluted the kingdom and the princes thereof. He hath cut off in his fierce anger all the horn of Israel. He hath drawn back his right hand from before the enemy and burned against Jacob like a flaming fire which devoureth round about. He hath bent his bow like an enemy. He has stood with his right hand as an adversary and slew all that were pleasant to the eye in the tabernacle of the daughter of Zion. He poured out his fury like fire. This is the more badass lamentation. The Lord was an enemy. He has swallowed up Israel. And then he flicked a cigarette at it in slow motion, and then it blew up, and he walked away, and he didn't look at it. He just kept walking. He hath swallowed up all her palaces. He hath destroyed the strongholds. He hath increased in the daughter of Judah mourning and lamentation. And he hath violently taken away his tabernacle as if it were a garden. He hath destroyed his places of the assembly. The Lord hath caused the solemn feasts and Sabbaths to be forgotten in Zion, and hath despised in the indignation of his anger the king and the priest. <clears throat> the Lord hath cast off his altar, he hath abhorred his sanctuary, he hath given up into the hand of the enemy the walls of her palaces. They have made a noise in the house of the Lord as in the day of a solemn feast. The Lord purposed to destroy the wall of the daughter of Zion. He hath stretched out a line, he hath not withdrawn his hand from destroying Therefore he had made the rampart and the wall to lament. They languished together. Her gates are sunk into the ground. He hath destroyed and broken her bars. Her king and her princes are among the Gentiles. The law is no more. Her prophets also find no vision from the Lord. The elders of the daughter of Zion sit upon the ground and keep silence. They have cast up their dust upon their heads. They have girded themselves with sackcloth, the virgin... Of Jerusalem hang down their heads to the ground. Mine eyes do fail with tears, my bowels are troubled, my liver is poured upon the earth for the destruction of my daughter of my people, because the children and the sucklings swoon in the streets of the city. They say to their mothers, Where is corn and wine when they swooned as the wounded in the streets of the city, when their soul was poured out into their mother's bosom? What thing shall I take to witness for thee? What thing shall I liken to thee? Shall I liken thee to a summer's day? No, I added that last one. I I don't think that's my original line. I think maybe I got that from, you know, from a movie or something. But uh, shall I compare? Th- o daughter of Jerusalem, what shall I equal to thee that may comfort thee, O virgin daughter of Zion? For thy breach is great like the sea. Who can heal thee? When we're talking about like a metaphor for a city... Who gets to decide if that city is a virgin or not? I don't know how you decide that. Like, is it, I mean, maybe, maybe that city, you know, Zion has been around the block a few times. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't mean it's like, a you know, dirty. It's just, you know, it's, it's been around. It's, it's had a life. Okay. This city is, I, I don't know why it's all of a sudden a virgin that they're violating. Like maybe it's, you know, maybe they're still violating it. They're still, God is still raping this city. You know, but it's, yeah, it's been around, you know, it's, it's had its fun. It's, it's sown its wild oats, this city. It's not, why is it always a virgin? I don't understand that. The pro, thy prophets have seen vain and foolish things for thee, and they have not discovered thy equity. <sighs> she turned away thy captivity, but have seen for thee false burdens and cause, causes of banishment. 
All that pass by clap their hands at thee, they hiss and wag their head at the daughter of Jerusalem, saying, Is this the city that men shall call the perfection of beauty, the joy of the whole earth? All thine enemies have opened their mouth against thee, they hiss and gnash their teeth, and say, We have swallowed her up, certainly this is the day that we looked for, we have found, we have seen it. The Lord hath done that which he had devised. He hath fulfilled his word that he had commanded in the days of old. He hath thrown down. He hath not pitied, and he hath caused thine enemies to rejoice over thee. He hath set them up the horn of thy adversaries. Their heart cried unto the Lord, O wall of the daughter of Zion, let tears run down like a river day and night. Give thyself no rest. Let not the apple of thine eye cease. Arise, cry out in the night, in the beginning of the watches, pour out thine heart like water before the face of the Lord. Lift up thy hands toward him for the life of thy young children, that faint for hunger in the top of every street. Behold, O Lord, and consider to whom thou hast done this. Shall the women eat their fruit, and children of a span long? Shall the priests and the prophet be slain in the sanctuary of the Lord? The young and the old and the restless lie on the ground in the streets. My virgins and my young men are fallen by the sword. Thou hast slain them. Well, the virgins should have like had sex with the young men just if they were going to fall from the sword. I mean, kill two birds with one stone right there. Thou hast slain them in the day of thine anger. Thou hast killed and not pitied. Thou hast called as in a solemn day my terrors round about, so that in the day of the Lord's anger none escaped nor remained. Those that I have swaddled out and brought up hath mine enemy consumed. Dust mine enemy consume me. Uh, let's see. Okay. Lamentations 3. This one is a lot more verses, but they're short. Hmm. Let's see. I am the man that has seen affliction by the rod of his wrath. He hath led me and brought me into darkness, but not into light. Surely against me he is turned. He turneth his hand against me all the day. My flesh and my skin hath made me old. He hath broken my bones. He hath builded against me and compassed me with gall and travail. He hath set me in dark places as they that be dead of old. He hath hedged me about that I cannot get out. He hath made my chain heavy. Also when I cry and shout, he shutteth out my prayer. He hath enclosed my ways with hewn stone. He hath made my paths crooked. He was unto me as a bear lying in wait, and as a lion in secret places. He hath turned aside my ways and pulled me in pieces. He hath made me desolate. He hath bent his bow and set me as a mark for the arrow. He hath quiver to enter in my reins. I was a derision to all my people and their song all day. He hath filled me with bitterness. He hath made me drunken with wormwood. He hath also broken my teeth with gravel stones. He hath covered me with ashes. And thou hast removed my soul far off from peace. I forgot prosperity. And I said, And I think to myself, What a wonderful world. Uh, My strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. That was actually not my best, Louis Armstrong. I can do a way better one. But uh, my throat's a little weird right now. I see... No, that's Clouds of white. I never know the words. That's the problem. I should learn the words to the song so that I can do an impression. What a wonderful world. No, that's terrible. It's normally better, I promise you. That was what what's going on with me? I'm I'm losing it. Anyway. Remembering 
My soul, like if I could do a really good Louis Armstrong, maybe I should just try to be a musician, like a singer, and just say, "This is my wow, this is my voice." I see clouds are right, skies. Are... No, I don't know. I don't know any of the words, but uh, I don't think that would work because maybe Louis Armstrong wasn't. That's not how he got his foot in the door. Was like his beautiful voice. <laughs> probably, probably other reasons. Anyway, this I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is thy is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should be both hope and quietly should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. He sitteth alone and keepeth silence because he hath borne it upon him. He putteth his mouth in the dust. If so, there may be hope. He giveth his cheek. He giveth his cheek to them that smiteth him. He is filled full with reproach, for the Lord will not cast off forever. But though he cause grief, yet will he have compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. For he doth not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men, to crush under his feet all the prisoners of the earth, to turn aside the right of a man before the face of the Most High. To, this is really boring. To subvert a man in his cause, the Lord approveth not. Who is he that saith, and it cometh to pass, when the Lord commandeth it not? No one, I say. Out of the mouth of the Most High proceedeth not evil and good? Wherefore doth a living man complain, and a man for punishment of his sins? Let us search and try our ways, and turn again to the Lord. Let us lift up our heart with our hands unto God in the heavens. We have transgressed and rebelled. Thou hast not pardoned. Thou Thou hast covered with anger and persecuted us. Thou hast slain, thou hast not pitied. Thou hast covered thyself with a cloud that our prayer should not pass through. Thou hast made... I'm not speaking to you guys. I speak to the cloud. God just like puts a cloud. But God, no, no, I want to... So prayer does not pass through clouds, I've learned today. T-I-L. If you pray through a cloud, won't get to God. Won't get to God. Which is weird because that sort of suggests that God is in one direction from where you are, (laughs) which is probably not true, I'm guessing, Uh, since that would be a little weird for people on the other side of the world. They would have to pray through the earth. Uh, But, you know, if it can't get through a cloud, it probably can't get through the earth, I would guess. So I don't know if that's true. Thou hast made us as the offscoring and refuse in the midst of the people. All our enemies are belong to us have opened their mouths against us. Fear and a snare has come upon us, desolation and destruction. Mine eye runneth down the rivers of water for the destruction of the daughter of my people. Mine eye trickleth down and ceaseth not without any intermission. Till the Lord look down and behold from heaven. Mine eye afflicteth mine heart because of all the daughters of my city. Mine enemies chased me sore like a bird without a cause. I'm like a bird without a cause. They have cut off my life in the dungeon and cast a stone upon me. Just sing the rest of the thing. Waters flowed over my head, and then I said I am cut off. I called upon thy name, O Lord, out of the low dungeon. Thou hast heard my voice. Hide not thine ear at my breathing, at my cry. 
Thou drewest near in the day I called upon thee, thou saidest, Fear not. O Lord, thou hast pleaded the causes of my soul. Thou hast redeemed my life. O Lord, thou hast seen my wrong. Judge thou my cause. Thou hast seen all their vengeance and all their imaginations against me. Thou hast heard their reproach. O Lord, and all their imaginations against me. The lips of those that rose up against me and their device against me all the day. Behold, they're sitting down, they're rising up. I am their music. M-U-S-I-C-K. Render unto them a recompense, O Lord, according to the work of their hands. Give them sorrow of heart, thy curse unto them. Persecute and destroy them in anger from under the heavens of the Lord. And that's our show. Wow, that was not particularly interesting, but it it wasn't as bad as it has been, right? I mean... They were at least writing about something in a poetic way, and it like kind of had a flow, and you know it like had a narrative ish. I don't know. I couldn't follow it. I couldn't tell you a single thing that I just read, but that's hardly a critique of a perfect book, right? That you know, you got to. It's not like if you read a perfect book, you should be able to kind of, you know, remember a single thing that happened in it, right? Huh? Anyway. Um, let's see here. I logged on to Patreon because I want to thank my patrons. Guys, please, uh, please go to patreon.com slash T and the B and please, please, please pledge. We lost a lot during the holidays and, uh, it's, I mean, we're technically like under the threshold right now. Um, we're, we're, we're under it. So because of people like, um, you know, people didn't process their payments. I mean, I understand it's the holidays, but if you're someone who is on the fence and you can spare $4 a month at a minimum, you know, it's, you won't notice it really helps the show. It, you know, it, it's, I, I'm technically under, I, I had said that if we go under the hundred, then I would just do it for patrons. I'm going to leave it open in the hopes that we'll get a few more. Um, now, like I said, the the patron says like 104 or something, but it's not. That's not counting because people aren't actually paying. Um, unfortunately, um, I can only guess it's because of the holidays. But uh, but no big deal. I just uh, I I hope to encourage you if you you know if you if you have a couple extra bucks, it means a lot to me to pledge to the show. Keep it keep it alive and keep it open to everyone. Thank you so much, and uh, let me... I do have some new patrons. Um, Let's see, who did I do last? Uh, Probably have gotten Michael. That's a pretty old one, Michael Mahoney. Uh, Renee, thank you. Tor Malkovic, thank you very much. And Scott McFarlane, cool name, man. That's like Seth. Um, If you're related to Seth McFarlane, I I expect a substantially larger pledge, just got to (laughs) say. Um, no, just kidding. Thank you guys for being patrons. I really appreciate it. And, uh, now I got to thank my tops, Charles Bangweiner, John Bodley, Katie Quiznos, Tom Chambers, Marcel, Brian Gerford, Lee Primesberger, John P, uh, David Vandervlies, Travis Peterson, and that's it. Thank you guys for being patrons. It means so much to me. And I will see you guys next week. <laughs> 